Hello, my name is Nick van der Raaf from the Department of Neonatology at the Wilhelmina Children's Hospital in Utrecht, the Netherlands, and I would like to talk to you about a recently published manuscript entitled Neonatal Neuroimaging Predicts Recruitment of Contralational Corticospinal Tracts Following Perinatal Brain Injury. In this study, we focused on infants who suffered either a perinatal arterial ischemic stroke or a periventricular hemorrhagic infarction. In these patients, development of a hemiplegia is frequently observed and often results in lifelong disabilities. We know, however, that following brain injury, the neonatal brain has some compensatory mechanisms that are no longer present in the adult. Initially, corticospinal tracts arise from both hemispheres and are involved in the motor control of both ipsi and contralateral limbs. As the child matures, ipsilateral tracts slowly regress while contralateral tracts are strengthened. Following perinatal injury to the corticospinal tracts, this process can be disturbed, resulting in a decreased activity of the contralateral tracts arising from the affected hemisphere and an increased activity of the ipsilateral tracts arising from the contralesional hemisphere. This may lead to a mixed pattern in which corticospinal tracts controlling the paretic hand arise from both hemispheres, or an ipsilateral pattern in which the paretic hand is only controlled by the contralateral hemisphere. Number of studies have shown that neonatal neuroimaging can be used to predict development of a hemiplegia following perinatal brain injury. The aim of the current study was to investigate whether neonatal neuroimaging can be used to predict the pattern of corticospinal innovation following such injury. To do so, we studied 37 infants with a perinatal arterial ischemic stroke or a periventricular hemorrhagic infarction in whom an MRI was obtained during the neonatal period. MRI scans were obtained between 1993 and 2004 and were scored for involvement of the corticospinal tract. At a median age of 11 years, these children were seen again as part of the current study. At this time, a hand function assessment was performed using the assisting hand assessment. Next, the type of corticospinal innovation was assessed using transcranial magnetic stimulation or TMS. TMS was used to stimulate both hemispheres at the location of the primary motor cortex. Depending on the motor responses observed, the pattern of innovation was classified as either contralateral, mixed, or ipsilateral. We found that an increase of injury to the corticospinal tracts on the neonatal MRI was correlated with the persistence of ipsilateral tracts from the unaffected hemisphere. An asymmetrical neonatal MRI had a positive predictive value of 73% and a negative predictive value of 91% for predicting a mixed or ipsilateral TMS pattern. We also found that increased involvement of ipsilateral corticospinal tracts was associated with a decreased hand function as assessed with the assisting hand assessment. Finally, no differences in hand function were observed between infants who were born preterm and those who were born at term, suggesting that the location and extent of the injury plays a more important role than the gestational age at which it occurs. Our findings show that reorganization of the corticospinal system following early brain injury can be predicted using neonatal MRI. This may have important consequences for the timing of therapies. Studies in both humans and animals have shown that following corticospinal injury, the balance between contra and ipsilateral tracts can be disturbed. Due to weakening of contralateral tracts, the ipsilateral tracts can be retained and may even become stronger than the contralateral tracts. In animal models, stimulation of the affected contralateral tracts results in strengthened contralateral tracts and weaker ipsilateral tracts and an improved hand function. However, this can only be achieved up to a certain age, corresponding to the age of 12 to 18 months in a human newborn. 
So if you would like to strengthen the remaining corticospinal tracts following perinatal brain injury using novel therapies such as constraint-induced movement therapy or TMS, we would need an early predictor of ipsilateral corticospinal involvement. In this study, we showed that neonatal MRI can be used as such a predictor and may play an important role in identifying infants eligible for novel therapies aiming at restoring the balance between contra and ipsilateral corticospinal tracts.